Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? It's time. It's time. Did you need to say it's time? Stay calm. Hello, I'm so excited. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Vent Lab podcast. My name is Nathan. This is Rebecca. What's up? <laughs> there she is. That's Rebecca. Uh, coming at you every single week with an hour episode. Every Friday with a 30-minute episode, we typically have guests. Are we going to have a... But not this Friday. Right. Because it's 4th of July weekend. It's the holiday. And I'm going to be out partying this weekend. You're going to get turnt and burnt. Nah, I already uh, got my base tan. I'm good to go. Your base no tan, yeah. burning here. Yeah, that's what I tried to do, and then I just scorched like a. And then you went back to white, which is odd. I didn't go that white though. You're still very white. I'm still white, but that, I you was born white. You still look like winter white. No, oh, that's offensive. I do not. You look the exact same color you looked in the winter. You're full of it. I look great. I'm like a golden god. Demigod. A golden idol. <laughs> I'm like... No. No. You're done. No, all right. You're done. All right. I think I look good. You know what? At the end of the day, it's all that matters. It's all that matters. I don't need you. I don't need your encouragement <laughs> or lack thereof. Am I right? Because I got self-confidence. That's not what your text messages say. Um, My text messages don't say anything. You're like, I couldn't get through this without you. Rebecca, oh my Thank gosh. Thank you so much for walking me through that. I just... I, please, Rebecca. Rebecca! Oh, I need you. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I'm here nope. for you. It's okay. That's not it's it. It's okay to admit that you need help, Nathan. Alrighty then. Guess what? What? Remember the saga about a year ago with my Jeep where Karen crashed into it and then I didn't have it back for like a year Yeah. because <laughs> it took a really long time to get it fixed. Yeah. And I finally got it back. Uh-huh. And, um, so I've had my Jeep back for a couple months now and mm-hmm. it's been pretty great to have it back but the air conditioning went out so my son who's a mechanic got my air conditioner fixed but then something went funky with it and it wasn't working again and so he's like no problem mom i will take your jeep to the shop today and we'll work on the air conditioner we'll get it fixed it's nice of him yeah so he took it it was a really simple thing just something that needed plugged in super cool so he had it at work, and um, some guy came and dropped off their vehicle to get fixed, and his boss was like, hey, Zach, can you drive this guy back home with your mom's Jeep? Because it has air conditioning now. You can get it all tested out and make sure everything's working good. And my son was like, yeah, no problem. So he's out driving, driving. As you do in a car. Uh-huh. 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 And then Karen... Oh, not Karen. So here's the story. Karen apparently just got a tattoo. Okay. Very fresh. Does it say live, laugh, love? I don't know, but it (laughs) it still had the bandage on it. Oh, wow. And she was driving. She was driving about 60 miles an hour going down the highway. And uh, she decided she wanted to look under the bandage of her tattoo and see how it was like looking a little sneaky yeah it's like yeah. i don't know if it had the bandage on it she must it, it's at least a couple days old i think you have a bandage on for like a week or less maybe even just a day anyway it was a very fresh tattoo she's looking at the tattoo and didn't realize that my son was stopped in my jeep in front of her on the interstate and <laughs> Well, bam. No. 60 miles an hour. Crashes in to the back of my Jeep. No. No. Again? Again. Freaking again. Again. But last time, last time I got T-boned. So 
pit, like in the side of the Jeep. Okay, so next time you're going to get T-boned on the <laughs> other side. Maybe and they'll just then you'll get hit on the front. Straighten it all out. Right. Or make it a compact Jeep. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's going to be a lot smaller. Yeah, so when you look at it, you're like, well, apparently this Jeep is a tank because it's taken some hits and kept on going. It doesn't look real damaged. Like the bumper is bent down and then I've got like the spare tire on the back and that's definitely pushed in and, and down. Like, yeah, that that took the brunt of the impact. Right, the good old tire. Yeah, but then you go around the side of the car and you notice like the door doesn't shut right. Ooh. So I'm not saying that there's more damage than what it looks like, but I think there's more damage than what it looks like. Got a little body damage. We'll find out. She admitted right away that it was her fault. Good. With the story of the tattoo. Wow, she included she, everything. She told the police about Whoa. how she was looking she must have been at her really tattoo. Nervous. I think she was. My son said it was her first accident. Ooh. Now, he had quite the impact, but he claimed he was he was okay. It was the first thing I asked when he called me to say he wrecked my Jeep. I did not ask about the Jeep and the damage. Mm -hmm. I did ask him how he was doing, and he's like, I'm okay. But he was overly calm, which I know this behavior because when, like, there's an emergency situation, I go into, like, extremely calm mode. Not like I'm an everyday person calm. It's like... I'm totally laid back on a beach vacation calm. Like, I go the opposite direction. Instead of freaking out, I go extreme calm. It's like a defensive mechanism. Right, which is exactly what he was doing. Like, he was talking very slow and casual, and he was very calm, which I prefer. Mm -hmm. I would rather have him be extremely calm than extremely anxious about situations like that. But he said he was okay, and I was like, oh, he's going to feel it later. So he's he's getting ready to leave work and he's like, I, I'm i really starting to feel it. Like my back hurts really bad and there's pain going down my legs. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, you got hit pretty hard. You got jarred. You probably got whiplash. Not that big of a deal, but we should probably go get you checked out. Yeah. But I was like, we'll go get you checked out tomorrow. We don't need to go tonight. So he comes home and he's sitting in my studio with me. And he's just sitting there quietly. And then I hear him stand up and he says, I don't feel very good. And he goes walking out of my room and I see him like kind of stumble. And then he like falls to the floor. Oh my he's, gosh. Like, he's like, I'm going to throw up. I feel like I'm going to throw up. And like at that moment, my mind went immediately to the office episode where Dwight Schrute goes to get Michael because he burned his foot on the George Foreman grill. <laughs> But Dwight hits the pole uh-huh. when he's on his way out and he like vomits all over the back of his car. And stumbles out. Yes. Like the way he was walking reminded me of <laughs> like, that's my son. Like when he was walking, I was like, that's Dwight Schrute. He looks like Dwight Schrute. And I was like, I wonder if he has a concussion. So I like got up and I was like asking him, do you need some water? And he's like, I just, I think I'm going to throw up. I just feel like I'm going to throw up. And so I was like, well, let me look at your eyes. And normally, if I'm going to check if somebody has a concussion, I'll put a flashlight in their eyes and see how their eyes dilate. But when I looked at his eyes, one eye was very dilated and the one other eye was not very dilated. Like it was obvious just looking at him. Hmm. And I was like, I think he has a concussion. Did he hit his head on anything? He said he didn't. Like, I mean, he got hit at 60 miles an hour. So he thrusted forward... Right. Quickly, which just his head moving forward. I think a concussion, I'm not a doctor, right. but I think a concussion is like your brain hitting the front lobe of your head and it bruises your brain. Okay. I think that's what a concussion is. So you don't actually have to make impact with something. It's just that quick action that causes your brain to. It's the jostle. The, yeah. The jostle. Yeah. And so he's at the ER right now as we speak to confirm whether he has a concussion or not because he's a mechanic. And he if, if he does have a concussion, he can't be working around mm-hmm. all that machinery and driving other people's vehicles and stuff. So he's there to make sure, make sure that we're taking all the precautions needed. He's going to be fine. Be totally fine. He's going to be fine. And my Jeep, I don't. I don't know, but it looks like I'm going to have another rental again. <laughs> Hopefully. Wait, do you think it's that bad? 
Well, it'll have to be repaired. And so... Yeah, but where are you going? Uh, wherever the insurance company tells me to go for it to get repaired. No, I mean like while it's getting repaired. How long do you think it'll well, take? Well, I still want a rental in case I want to leave the house. You yes, have two other yes, cars and I, your daughter has a longboard. Okay. <laughs> and a spare penny board. Hold on. You guys could even go somewhere together. I don't have two other cars. My son has a car and my husband has a car. So like if I they're said, both gone, I don't have any way to escape. Do you want to borrow my longboard? Actually, no, you have a bike. And you live the, in The tires Lansing. are flat. And so my, but, I, I need to get that fixed on my bike. So the longboard thing. Yeah. So I'm older. And yeah. Grace has a longboard. It's true. And I've always been afraid of skateboards. Right. I've explained this to you before. My sister had a very serious injury on a skateboard where she just... Ate concrete for for breakfast a, <laughs> for a few feet. Like she lost a couple teeth. She had a whole lot of rocks in her face that they had to scrub out in the ER. Dude, that is uh, with like a Brillo pad, and they pushed her teeth back up in her mouth. Oh no! Yeah, Did, are they still alive today? Okay. They Are they, they were alive for a really long time, but just recently, I'd say within the last five years, one started to become discolored. Ooh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, and she had like good teeth, unlike me. <laughs> like she Not got yet. the good teeth, like naturally good teeth in the family. Actually, now that I think about it, my two sisters older than me both got good teeth and good skin. I they had, took all the genes. I had major breakouts, like total pepperoni face in high school, and I've had bad teeth my entire life. But that's about to change. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Rebecca, as somebody who also had... A snaggle tooth? Pepperoni face, as oh, you oh, said. Back to and the also face, had yeah. bad teeth mm -hmm. in high school. Just know that someday... You can be as beautiful as me. <laughs> this is what we call a glow up. I had I had a glow up. Though I still have ganky teeth. I don't even know if they're that ganky. Well, they're apparently gankier than I thought they were. Okay, so I've been talking about how I'm doing this like Invisalign thing, but it's not Invisalign. It's called Candid. Right. And they send you it all in the mail and you send pictures and an orthodontist. Like you, you have to check back in with them every couple weeks when you change to your new liners. Anyway, I got my assessment back of like the computer assessment of my teeth placement mm -hmm. and the process of how long it's going to take to align them. And then it has a, a diagram that shows them all straightening up. So it's assessed that it's going to take approximately eight months for my teeth to straighten. That's not bad. At all. It's not bad. It seems like a long time thinking about it right now. But I, considering I've lived this long with my teeth like this, I'm pretty excited. So I'm looking at the assessment of like my teeth straightening. And it's like, I don't know, like a five second video. Uh-huh. But it shows how all your teeth move in a line. My teeth were way gankier than I thought they were. Like it's almost going to change the shape of my jaw. Yeah. And see... <clears throat> I am skeptical at uh -huh. best about this. Yeah? Because I just don't see how it can actually shape. Because in the diagram, like you said, it like shapes your jaw. Like it shows the front of your mouth. Like your mouth literally changes shape. Uh-huh. I just don't see that happening with like a retainer type thing. Well, you're going to have to watch and see. Here's, here's, here's why I say that. For one thing... The first eight months, my starting period for braces was eight months, uh -huh. and I had a palate expander because uh -huh. I had to change the shape of my mouth as well. And a palate expander, if you don't know, goes around a tooth on one side and around a tooth on the other, and it's a bar that goes across the top of your mouth. And you get a, oh, that's it, horrible. Your tongue I'm so can't glad touch I don't the top of your, that. It's like taco with a retainer yeah, eye all the time. Yeah, that would not work for, for me. For eight months, I uh -uh. had that, and every... Uh, I think it was once a week I had to take a little key 
and insert it into the uh, into the bar and use that key to turn it. And whenever I turned it, it pushed the bar out oh, and it expanded it's like a my palate. Device. And I did it myself. <laughs> Like repeatedly, uh-huh. and it, and of course it got really tight, and so you feel this ugh, tightness every single day. But anyway, here's here's my here's my point: is that's what it took to change the shape of my mouth in the same way that they're claiming to change the shape. I of your mouth I think yours took a lot more work than mine is going to take. Before palate expanders, my brother had to have something similar, but not quite. Um, they had to to put something on his back teeth that would basically you would also I think they. I think he'd have to go in and have the orthodontist crank him, but it would like pull it back. I believe is how his worked, which is what yours showed. It showed it like all kind of coming closer together. And he had to have hardware in his mouth to make this work that they're claiming will work with a little retainer. Apparently I'm a candidate for these like Invisalign things. They said that my teeth are, it's going to work for moving my teeth where they need to go. Listen, I hope it does. I hope it does too. You get to you get to be a part of the journey and watch it all happen. Also, I'm really nervous about whether I'm going to talk okay while the liners are in my mouth. In my experience, as long as it's only covering your teeth, you'll talk just fine. Okay. People rappers use grills all the time. It's true. I you didn't know? think about that. And while they are a little slimier, uh, you're fine. I'm going to have to get used to it. I'm going to have to talk a lot with them in to get used to it. So when I do radio stuff, I don't sound all slobbery on the right. radio. Here's another thing you got to worry okay. about. Uh, not right. necessarily worry right. about. Just keep this in mind. Don't spit whenever it's in. Because whenever you spit, your spit goes like over, like through the top of your I thick. don't spit anyway. Like, and then, I and never then it'll spit. get caught whenever it comes back down. It'll get caught, and then you just spit on your teeth, and your no. teeth are soaking in your spit. I no. tried a hakalugi one time. Gross. I'm Gross. just stopping there. I'm just saying. You know, I say I never spit, but I spit the other day because I was laughing and I sucked a bug into my mouth. <laughs> Ooh. And I tried to spit it out, but it got stuck on the roof of my mouth, and I had to drink water and just swallow the bug down. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I thought you. <laughs> I thought you were vegetarian. That's what I was thinking. Like I was like, I think I just ate meat. It was a very it. small, minute amount. That's, that's but... the end of the streak, man. You can eat meat now. Yay! <laughs> no. no, Rebecca, welcome back no. to the Meat Club. How did we get here? We were talking about my son crashing my jeep and when i say he crashed my jeep i mean another karen crashed my jeep actually well she crashed into your jeep her name wasn't karen i don't even she seems like a nice lady i don't think she's a karen she she's a nurse oh Uh uh-huh maybe her tattoo did say live laugh laugh. (laughs) and apparently this was her first accident and by the way is she okay because she was driving a Ford Fiesta. She, I, she said that she was okay at the scene, but well, I, I bet she's feeling it. She just stumbles like out else. like Dwight. And I wonder if bro. her airbags went off. That's what I wondered. Yours didn't, but you Mine got hit in the not, back. Mine did not, but I got hit in the back, and I have a, a steel bumper. Yeah. Um. Also, her hood took the impact and not the bumper, and so I bet that makes a difference. But her radiator is... It's gonzo. Gonzo. Yeah, and my son, he had such a sweetheart because he felt really bad for her because she has to have this car to get to work, and she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he's like, I want to fix her radiator for her. Like, he just got crashed into, and he's like, oh, I want to help her. Yeah, it is is funny because he... He was still working whenever this happened. And so he had his mechanic stuff on. And he said that she was like, so you're a mechanic? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, so what's wrong? And he was like. Where do I start? Yeah, looking at her demolished hood. like Fluid. Uh, draining out from underneath the vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. But it's not as bad as the poor guy in the UK that wrecked his Lambo 20 minutes after he got it. Is that a record? You think 20 minutes? That's pretty. It's pretty quick. 20 minutes. I don't know if it's a record. I, but I bet that's up there. If it's not a record, I bet it's up there. What did he do? Okay. So this was in West Yorkshire. 
So I'm not even going to say the names of the streets or anything because you're not going to recognize those. You, you can say the names of the streets, but because it's in the UK, you have to do it with a British accent. I, I can't speak in a British accent. Can you try? Can you try? Where's, let's see here. Where, where are all the streets at? In the article? Um, okay, okay, okay. Do you on. find it? Oh, gosh. Flush Dyke? Uh, hold on. I'll try to read this first paragraph. Okay, okay. Here we go. The crash happened. Oh, the crash happened just after 1 p.m. Dude, I can You're never... You're not doing a good job. You've heard my accents. Like, I'm decent. You are, but every but time what we happened? do it, I'm, pot- I'm going to take off my headphones. Hold on. Okay, okay. That'll help. Uh, let's see here. Testing one, two, three. There it is. All right. The crash happened just after 1 p.m. on Wednesday on the southbound carriageway between Junction 40 and the Flush Dyke in Junction 39 at Dirk Bar. A police spokeswoman. It was Dirk Bar, not Dirk Bar. Dirk Bar. Dirk Bar. Dirk Bar. Dirk Bar. All right, I'm done. Anyway, he crashed his Lambo. Yeah, do you know how much that thing was worth? Uh, was worth more than my house. Okay, that I plan 200,000 euros, which in American dollars is about the same. It's like 225,000. 225,000. Yeah. Oh, Google says it's 247,000. I said about, about. Still, it's a lot of moolah. Poor I guy. asked Siri, and Siri told me it was about 225000 Well, Siri's not Google. Now is she? It was actually like 224700 and something, so I she rounded up. Hasn't been updated. Regardless, that was a really expensive car, and it, it, he, he had a malfunction with the car, like an engine problem, and I think it just shut off. And then a van hit him. <laughs> That's insane. He got hit by a van, and it looks like like one of those taxi vans. Is that no, 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 no? That's the that's the oh, police it, car. Oh, it doesn't van. show the yeah. van that hit him. Yeah, they all drive like weird neon vehicles there for some reason. I don't know why. Um, yeah, it just says a van. Dang, dude. Mechanical failure. So here's my hashtag. Could have cried. Yeah, I probably <laughs> would have. <laughs> Holy cow. It gets demolished. The back right tire isn't even It's gone. On. It's gone. It's gone. That thing did not handle a crash very well. Uh-uh. Man. So so here, my, my initial thought is like, oh my gosh, this van driver is going to have to pay so much. Oh yeah, their insurance? And isn't there a cap? Like, Probably, yeah. You, you're, well, I don't know how they do it in the UK. so much. But, but here's the thing. If it was a mechanical failure, which is the reason why he was stopped on the freeway. The carriageway. The carriageway, I'm sorry. And then the van hit him. It's not really the van's fault, and it's not his fault. Well, I would like to argue that the van was driving or following too closely. Because no matter what, if you're you're driving in traffic and the vehicle in front of you comes to an immediate stop... You need to be far enough away that you have time to slow down and stop. So, okay, 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 okay. Like, okay. you'll still get charged for following too closely, even if, like, this vehicle randomly comes to an immediate stop. Okay, but if you're traveling, does it say how fast they're traveling? What's the speed limit on the southbound carriageway between Junction 40 at Flush Dyke and Junction 35 at Durkar? Hey, Siri, what's the speed limit on a carriageway in the U.K.? She's going to give us these darn kilometers, isn't she? Oh, I forgot. I bet. I bet. 50. 50 50 miles per hour, 80 kilometers. 50 miles per hour. That can't be right, dude. They're driving mega slow. Why do you even need a Lamborghini if you're going 50 miles an hour? The national speed limit is 70 on motorways. On dual carriageways, it's 60. Well, this oh, was a, this was a... This was a, a... It had three lanes. Three lanes here. Okay, so would that be a triple? Sure, let's go triple, let's baby. Let's see. We have, we have a dual. We have a single. We don't have a triple carriageway Maybe here. Maybe that's directions. Maybe a single is just a one-way, whereas <laughs> a dual is like... 
south and northbound. Uh-huh. Anyway, what what's the speed <gasps> limit? 70? Oh, I just got a text from my husband. About Zach? Yeah. He said no concussion. Oh. I was wrong. He doesn't have a concussion. And like, you know what? I am very excited about that because that would have ruined a lot of his plans because he just bought a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though. Uh... Rebecca isn't probably excited about is that we made a bet. We um, did not make a bet. She said, I'm 100% right that he has a concussion. I said, I wouldn't be so sure. And she said, you want to bet? I said, yeah, let's bet. And she said, all right, what do you want to bet? And I said, I don't know, maybe something like $1,000. And she said, easy money. such a liar. So on Friday, not this Friday, next Friday, when we're doing our next live stream, she will be giving me that thousand dollars live mm-hmm. on Facebook.com forward slash Ben. This Friday? This Friday? No, I said stream. next Friday. <laughs> but if you want to give it Friday. to me on this okay, Friday, but I didn't fun. even make this bet. I said I'm not a doctor. Wow. Wow. Though I would like to know why wow. his pupils were two different sizes. And why he was gonna throw up. I feel like that's pretty textbook. Maybe he was just not feeling great, and maybe mm-hmm. he was on marijuana. No, maybe it was like he was coming down off of the adrenaline rush. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was that. I'm sorry, what were we talking about? Speed limits. No, uh, you're going to give me $1,000 no, on Friday. No, because that is a lie. This Friday or next Friday, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Whichever one. 1000 bucks. It's Easy money. It's a lie. He is on muscle relaxers, though. Really? Nice. Must be just from because he tensed up. Right. That's going to make him sleepy. Good. He's not going to like that. He doesn't like stuff that makes him sleepy? No, but he's a mechanic. So? He's got to be awake for that. Oh. What about tonight? You could take him tonight. Yeah, but it's not like he has a problem sleeping. Well, you don't know that for sure. He's usually asleep before I go to bed. Yeah, but what about tonight? I don't know. You know? Hard to sleep with a concussion. Also... I'm going to totally out him here. He can't swallow pills. Really? So if they gave him a pill, he's not taking it. What? Yeah. A little baby. Okay, Why so can't he swallow pills? This is so awful. They're, he can't swallow pills, and it's been an issue his entire life. And I was like, no. No kid of mine is not going to know how to swallow a pill. You're going to swallow this pill. I like tried to shove a pill down his throat when he was like nine or ten or something because he had tried for like 20 minutes to swallow this pill and he couldn't swallow it and i got so frustrated with him i'm like it's not that big of a deal i'm like holding his head back <laughs> like, like a dog yes crying like, his yes, jaw trying open. to like get him to swallow like just to show him you're not gonna choke on it just swallow it and he was crying and he threw up. Oh my god. And I felt so awful. Like I felt like the worst parent ever. And so I have never like forced him to swallow a pill again. And my daughter can't swallow pills either. Like I Can had, you? I, I can, but I had issues as a child. But it was all because when I watched Sesame Street, Grover was eating crackers behind an x-ray machine and he had a really small esophagus and I thought there's no way a pill will fit down that esophagus. I assumed my esophagus was the same size as Grover's. At that point, it may have been. (laughs) And so I was really scared to swallow pills. So it was like my throat would just like tighten up and close every time I tried to swallow a pill. But I eventually figured it out. Oh man, I had no problem swallowing pills. It still takes me a long time. Like... Oh, man, I can pop them, I have dude. to prepare myself. They go down like candy. Not like candy. Are you proud? I don't swallow <laughs> Are a candy. Are you proud of this? I am, but here's the problem, right? Because as a kid, I learned how to swallow pills sooner so that I wouldn't have to take liquid medicine because liquid mm-hmm. medicine was gross as a kid. Yeah. If I learned how to swallow pills, I wouldn't have to take the liquid medicine. Well, now as an adult, I like liquid medicine. I think it tastes good. That's weird. I know, but NyQuil is delicious, and DayQuil burns your throat going down, and it feels good. I like it. Wow. I would be an alcoholic. I was going to say, you kind of got a taste for alcohol there, Nathan. I... I, uh, yeah, it's a good thing I don't drink. Here's, Here's how my mom broke me of the whole not being able to swallow pills. She would smash up an aspirin in a spoon... And then she'd put a little water with it 
and make me drink the spoonful of aspirin. It was the most disgusting thing. Like I would gag while I was, I mean, literally forced me to like figure it out. (laughs) Maybe I should have tried that. It was torture. That was gross. You could still try that if you want to. Well, he's not going to do that. Have you tried wrapping their pills in cheese? (laughs) Maybe that'll work. (laughs) Stick it in their meal. (laughs) I've actually heard from a pediatric nurse trying to teach kids how to swallow pills. You know those little M&Ms that are like the tiny ones? Yeah, those are the best kind. Yeah. Um, Change my Like mind. have kids swallow you those can't. because that'll get you used to that feeling of swallowing a pill. Interesting. Which is weird. Like we're training kids to swallow pills, but I mean, everybody's got to do it, right? Yeah. Whenever I was a kid, I don't know how old I was. Pretty young. Young enough to do stupid things. So I may have been, well, that doesn't really narrow it down. Anyway, I was over at my friend's house. And their little brother, they had a, they had a, uh, like a garden out in their front, like a flower bed type thing that had pea gravel in it. And the youngest kid at the time had shoved his swimming trunks full of pea gravel. And so whenever that was comfortable, whenever we all went inside and everybody was taking off their swimsuits and everything like that, they're like, oh my gosh, this kid (laughs) who now listens to our podcast, funnily enough, uh, They're like, he put a bunch of pea gravel in his uh, swimsuit. That's so funny. Anyway, it was funny. But I thought, you know, it'd be funnier is if I ate these rocks. And so. The 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 rocks that came out of his swimming trunk? Yeah, okay. I didn't think that far ahead. I just thought like he had them in his pockets. I and, mean, regardless, they're rocks. Right. But I thought, ah, oh, that'd be so funny. And I like went to pretend. But then I was like, ah, oh, this is small. I could probably swallow this. And so I did. I you just, swallowed a rock? A couple of them. Little pea gravel rocks. But yeah, a few of them. And it was funny, I think. But I think also disgusting is probably another thought that was going through their head. It was a family of all girls. It was the Yardleys. But um, I think they were impressed regardless. No regrets looking back on it, honestly. So I've just always been really good at swallowing objects and, and everything passed okay huh yeah i guess huh yeah so if you're ever wondering uh you can swallow pea gravel and it will go through your body just fine now um <laughs> fortunately i didn't get kidney stones from that yeah because that's how you get kidney stones you know from eating too many rocks right they just get down the wrong hole too many stones yeah Mm-hmm. You got it. And then it comes back up when you're an adult. Right. All those rocks you ate as a child. Yep. 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 I'm also not a rock star, so they definitely pass through. But anyway, I'm done. How are you? I don't even know how we got here. I don't remember either. Oh, yes. My son doesn't have a concussion, also can't swallow pills. Right. So he is up a creek without a paddle. No, but isn't he? And he's good. He's he's okay because he doesn't have a concussion. But like the muscle relaxers, he's just not going to be relaxed. Yeah. He's not going to be able to sleep because his muscles won't <laughs> be relaxed. And he's out of children's chewable Tylenol. So <laughs> Actually, he has got to learn. We get the juniors because then you have to take less of the juniors. Why do you have to take less of the juniors? <laughs> because there's more than the children's. Oh, I just I, I figured children's would be more than juniors. He chews Tylenol. Yeah. He chooses to eat. I've had that They're before. They're grape flavored. They're disgusting. And he chooses that over learning how to swallow. Yep. Uh-huh. Those things are the worst. <laughs> Did you ever eat like the orange baby aspirin? No. Those were the best. They're like, like little Tic Tacs? Um, They're just like tiny little aspirin. And they taste like orange. And I loved them. That's probably why they discontinued them. Kids were eating them like no, candy. No, I think they probably... Have you had the like the cough drops that are like candy? The Ludens cherry cough drops? The cherry cough drops. Aren't those the best? I'm not convinced those aren't just those candy. Those are so good. They, like, they don't work for your throat, but they're really good. Those are so good. 
Why are those so good? Because it's candy. Cough drops. No, it's just hard candy that they advertise as medicine. Did I ever tell you about the time I thought I was doing drugs when I was in kindergarten? <laughs> no, I'm surprised you knew about drugs in kindergarten. Well, I didn't know about drugs until like the D.A.R.E. program came to the school and like the police officers came and they were telling all of us kids about drugs. In kindergarten? Yeah. And they were saying if anybody ever offers you drugs that you say no. What kind of neighborhood did you live I in? I lived in a small town in Iowa. It was necessary that they inform us early to say no to drugs. There's hey. a lot of there's a lot of meth in town. I just feel like at that age you really don't have a choice if somebody's offering you drugs. Anyway, they they asked if any of us have been offered drugs or um, had taken drugs to let them know after they were done with the meeting to go up privately and talk with a police officer. So the whole time I'm sweating it because I know I've been taking drugs a lot lately. And so I got up the courage after they were done speaking and I went up to the officer. I was shaking. I was sweating. And I confessed to her that I'd been taking drugs you are so brave. For weeks. You're so strong. And she immediately was very concerned, called somebody else over so that they could listen to my story. And I explained to both of them now, telling the story for the second time, about how my mom left the drugs on top of the microwave. That's how it starts. And I tried one, and it tasted really good. And so it was one tum after another. <laughs> I was addicted to Tums. Oh, it gets you. I couldn't stop eating the Tums. That's well, how it starts. My mom had noticed that her Tums had like gone down to about nothing and had said to me one day, I know you like how these taste, but these are still drugs. You can't just eat these as <laughs> like candy. And so my mom was the one who told me that officially Tums drugs. were drugs. Yeah, And so... I totally outed my mom that she's leaving drugs out and un unattended for her kindergartner to just be snacking on all day long. I was sneaking drugs anytime her back was <laughs> Oh, my word. And uh, the police officers kept a straight face the entire time. Impressive. And told me that they did not think that we needed to do anything further, but that I should ask permission from my mom anytime I wanted to take those drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably shouldn't do that. Next time I, you want to I should drugs, not hide ask. I should not hide this addiction from my mom. I should have open communication about it. <laughs> that's great. I think that's the best way to mm -hmm. handle that. Yep. This is the last time I did drugs. Really? Oh, up until the cough drops. Stopped cold turkey then I started until then. A different kind of drug. Well, you know what they say, Tums is a gateway drug. <laughs> That's not surprising at all. <laughs> not surprising. How are you doing today, though? You know? No acid. Really? Yeah. Nothing? Nothing. Impressive. Right. Uh -huh. What if I were to what if I were to offer you a, a cough drop right now? Do you have one? Like the cherry ones? Do you have any? I don't know, maybe I do. <laughs> I really like those. It's not the right answer, Rebecca. Oh, I'm no. I'm supposed to say no. You're supposed to say no. What about this? What about this? What about this? Okay. <clears throat> hey, Rebecca, you want some Tums? Yeah, me and the boys were just doing it. I'm taking them. I mean, I, do you want some Tums? Do you have, do you have some on you? Yeah, I got um, some Tums. No, I'm not supposed to take drugs, Oh, Nathan. come on, Rebecca. You're such a pushover. <sighs> You're such a goody two-shoes. It's only Tums. Come on. Do you want to hear a story about somebody else who was breaking the law? Breaking the law. Yeah. This guy is basically my hero. The Bass Pro guy. Well, I mean, he's not a Bass Pro guy, but he's a Bass Pro swimmer. You know, like the tank at Bass Pro that has all the cool big fish in it? Yeah. So this guy is a TikToker. Oh. And he was, he was trying to get more likes. Or follows or whatever they do on TikTok. And he's like, if I get 200 
200, I will jump in the tank. For only 200? At Bass Pro. Oh. He got way over 200. And so he didn't want to be a liar. He was a little nervous about doing it, but he did it. He shoes and all jumped what? in the Bass Pro tank, swam around a little bit. Some people got video of it. And then he jumps out and then he just like walks out of the store. Now, he did return to the store because I think he felt bad for what happened. And he ended up getting charged. Oh. Yeah. Because Bass Pro filed charges because they said they were going to take a financial loss because they were going to have to drain the tank and refill it. Yeah, that'll like kill the fish. Not draining the tank, but jumping in there. But I'm like, why? Because it's dangerous for the fish. You get all sorts of different stuff in there. But aren't like in a lake? Like when in it like They have to drain the lake whenever people swim too. No, they don't. They have they have designated swim areas for the lakes that filters out to the rest of the lake where the fish live. No, that's not true. Um, I just I feel like you could just like dump some other like stuff in there and pH balance and stuff and you'd be okay like you don't have to like i think it would cause more damage to completely drain it than to correct whatever levels he set off from swimming around in there no i think fish are very very fragile creatures they are very fragile which is why i'm saying like i remember my son used to be really into fish he had freshwater fish for a long time and then he 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 went in into the whole saltwater thing which was very complicated but I remember, like, you don't change out things. You you have to have, like, somewhat, not a dirty tank, but it has to have stuff growing in it. Like, you should never do a completely clean tank and put fish in there. And so I feel like it would be more shocking to the fish if it was drained and refilled. Like, he didn't poop in there. Well, you don't know that. What if he pooped in his pants before he hopped in? Well, it did not appear. Did a little coffee filter action. Pooped in there. But he only ended up with a misdemeanor. So, I mean, that's good. It's not bad. I don't know if it's worth 200 followers. Do, mis- do, 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 uh, do those stay on your record? No, a misdemeanor does not stay on your record. Oh, so you can get a like felony li- unlimited misdemeanors? Um, no, I don't think that's true. And I can't remember how many misdemeanors it is. But if it doesn't stay on your record, then how do they know you had a misdemeanor? It doesn't affect you like getting a job or anything like that, like okay. a felony would. You know, like felony. Doesn't show up on your public record. There, okay, there. Like felony, you can't have a firearm. There's certain places you can't work. Stuff like that. Gotcha. But with a misdemeanor, none of that matters. It's basically you just broke a minor law. So really, he got out. Oh, it was 2,000 likes, not 200 likes. I'm sorry. Oh, for only likes? This guy Uh needs to set up. 2,000 likes, he would jump in the tank. That's not even that many. Got way more than that, and he didn't want to be a liar. I tell you what, if we get 2,000 listens on this episode, if we get 2,000 listens on this episode, Mm -hmm. Rebecca will give me $1,000. Stop it. No, I will not. She will? She uh she agreed. She was nodding her head yes. No. As she she's saying. You know that. what's really cool about this moment? I don't care if you look like a liar if that never actually happens. Cuz it won't cuz I did not agree to wow. that. Wow. You don't think we'll ever get 2000 listens. That's not what I'm saying. Can you believe the audacity of this lady? <laughs> you coming to here? You coming to my house? Wait, you're in my house. You coming to my house? You're in down to my studio talking to my mic. Okay, speaking about my house. And tell me that I'm not going to get, we're not going to get 2,000 listens. In my studio. And that you're not even going to pay me for it. So Nathan has primarily been in charge of all of the electronics and tech stuff that goes into this podcast. He makes the decisions... Mostly on what we purchase and when we purchase it and all of that stuff. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm the younger of the two. But anyway. Sure. I have been responsible for the decorating of the studio. And making sure that. And content. Right. 
and social media and stuff the like podcast that. Doesn't anyway, suck. but where we're putting money at, you're putting money into tech. I'm putting money into decor mm-hmm. and lighting. Will be anyway. <laughs> someday, someday she will. So Nathan, every time I, I do something, I send him a picture because I'm so excited. Like, oh my gosh, you're going to love this. And then he says something like, "You can't ever keep a secret and." You'll never be able to surprise me. And so I did something big this weekend. Huge. I made a major transformation in the studio, built this whole like wood plank wall, like all the whole natural wood from pallet boards looks super swanky. Incredible. It looks really cool. It was two full days of work. It mm-hmm. was one full day of work that we split into two whole days. I didn't tell Nathan a single thing. Not a darn thing. He was texting me this weekend. And I could barely respond back to him because we were working so darn hard on this project. I was so excited waiting for Tuesday to show him. And I had told my whole family, Nathan will not know about this. Do not post anything about it. Do not say anything about it. I'm not telling Nathan. So Nathan comes over today and I'm still working and he comes in the room and I'm acting like nothing is different and I'm waiting for him to notice this little jerk (laughs) pretended that nothing had changed like he totally came in and saw it and did not react at all like you steal like every bit of joy (laughs) that I'm like trying like every time I try to like get you you're like now, I'm going to take the upper hand here. Like, you, oh, I just, I wanted to punch you in the face. I was so mad. So I played it off for what, like 10 minutes before I was finally. Yeah, like, she cracked. That's it, Nathan. Look at how amazing this was. <laughs> I was, she was in here doing work and I was in the other room so she could do her work. And she's like, Nathan, <laughs> come in here. And I was like, all right, why does she sound so angry? <laughs> and I came in and she scolded me about being a big old bully. Yes. I'll, I'll let you know, Rebecca, I was going to run with that. I know. I, I probably would have left. You would have left here and still have never said, you would probably go the rest of your life <laughs> and never say anything. Like, that's the way you are. And it drives me absolutely insane because I am the oh, opposite. Yeah. Like, I cannot just, I can't just not share that exciting information. Like, if I've got a juicy secret, oh my gosh, I want to share it so bad. And you're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really pleased with how quickly <laughs> I made the mental decision of like, not going to say anything about it. Going to remain silent about this one. I was in here before I even noticed it. Like it, we were mid conversation whenever uh-huh. it clicked in my brain, like I noticed and it was like, no, not saying anything. I know what's going on and I know Rebecca's dying on the uh-huh. inside waiting for me to say it. And whenever I walked away, it was the greatest. Well, when you walked away, my husband was sitting in here who he helped me do this entire thing. Like he did the hard work. He cut all the pallets for me. Anytime I needed him to go out and like saw something, he did it. I just sat in here with the awesome nail gun and like put the whole thing together. He did all the hard work. And so when you left the room, he was like, wait, what? (laughs) And I was like, don't. He's doing this on purpose. And he's like, he noticed, right? And I was like, yep, don't say anything. I'm just going to let this play out. And then I was like, that's it. That's it. We're calling him out on the floor right now because I know he's <laughs> going to pretend like there's nothing different this entire time. Uh, it was great. You did a really good job, though. It looks incredible. We'll have to find some way to show it on the stream uh, yeah. next Friday. I just don't understand people like that who like, when there's tea to be spilled, they don't care about spilling the tea. It's I I I haven't always been like this. Mm-hmm. I'll be totally honest. You really trained yourself well. Well, yes. I made a there was a time in my life where I made a deliberate decision that I would not like my inner emotions would not be affected by what other people were trying to get me to feel. 
essentially. Even if it's a good thing. You've trained yourself so well that you're like, I will completely ignore everything that's happening around me to the point that you've ruined yourself at birthday parties. Well, no, that's always been a thing, though. I've always hated birthday parties. <laughs> that's the root of it. That's where you That's Maybe. where you drew the energy. You're like, I'll just pretend like I'm opening a birthday gift and have absolutely zero emotion when no. I experience this surprise. I have zero emotion, and I, that's why I hate birthday parties is because everybody <laughs> expects you to be happy, uh-huh. and I'm like, I am happy. I'm just not outwardly expressing it. It's like every time I do something amazing in the studio, it's like I give you a birthday gift and you're like, don't react. No emotions. No, I don't know. It's it's a manipulation thing. I know. Not from me. No, it is you. No, 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 no. It's, it's you. like a counter manipulation thing. Here's, here's the thing. It's you having the upper hand and being in control of the situation. Exactly. So yes. I can't be manipulated. You're manipulating. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're manipula- manipulating emotions because you want to have the upper hand in a situation. So if you feel like I have the upper hand because I have the tea, then you're like, no, I'm going to take the upper hand and take the tea from her. And take control of the situation. Okay. In this circumstance, yes. Because I knew it would eat at you. I knew it. But I also knew that we could laugh about it later. Uh (laughs) 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 Ah, Wrong one. (laughs) Uh, But on a real note, Mm -hmm. it's because I was in that darn relationship mm-hmm. with a manipulative person and there was always this like i'm gonna get him really excited and then use that against him uh-huh and so i was like all right i'm done with that so that's why whenever you're like nathan you'll never believe what just happened and i might say what and if you don't tell me right then then i'm like don't care i'm not gonna sit here and it's like that let this eat at me relationship that ruined you in text messages that has now ruined me there's a lot so, that was ruined in that okay, relationship. So here's what you do with text messages. Like when I text you, you'll only respond to three text messages. If I send you more than three text messages, you won't read any further back <laughs> to see any other text messages. Yeah. And you won't respond to more than three at a time. Yeah. And then you also won't respond right away. And by the way, just for clarification, I did not make up the three text rule. That's something that Rebecca noticed about my my habits. Anyway, still something that you do, but yeah. also you wait a long time to respond, and sometimes you don't even respond at all. If you can just respond quickly in your head and never actually respond to me, you do that. You have inadvertently trained me to do the same thing, <laughs> and it's not normal behavior. Uh. No, because other people will be like, you never responded back to my text. And I'm like, oh, well, it was one of those that you could just like respond back in your head, you know, where you like laugh to yourself, but you don't tell them that you thought it was funny. Like that type of Uh thing. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Is that is that not allowed? No, like you should like if if somebody sent you something and you thought it was funny, you should let them know that you thought it was funny. Like, How? LOL, or like, laughing emoji, or something like that. But if you say LOL, then it's like, lol. Nobody says LOL if they're legitimately Okay, laughing, laughing face emoji, or you say, that was funny. Or you have to communicate in some way that you read it. I, I just don't see. Me and my brother-in-law, we send each other memes every once in a while. And we never reply. If you if you scroll through our Facebook chat, it's like he'll send me something, I'll send him something. Maybe he'll send me something, and then send me something else. And then like a week or two later, I'll send him something. And it, we don't ever reply usually. That's how I respond now, but that's not how I used to respond. I'm just saying I'm not I used the only to be one. Very efficient in my responses. I used to have all my bases covered. Everybody had a response. Here's here's why. It's because in the same relationship, and th- we were teenagers, and so I, I kind of put that so like put year. some blame on that two years ago. <clears throat> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway, it w- it was like this. Like, it, no kidding. If it was more than like five minutes, whoo, they were angry or something. 
something came up. If it was like more than 30 seconds, it was like, hello, are you going to respond? Do you notice me? Did that text go through? Wait, were you dating a cartoon character? I was dating King Candy. <laughs> and, and it was like, it got to, it was like, ah, oh, this is my job. Oh, okay. Texting this person is my job. And, and so that became annoying, but it also got to the point where we couldn't communicate our emotions through text without emojis. If you were being goofy, you better put a laughing emoji because if not, then it's like, oh, they're being serious. Yeah, you have to you have to communicate your emotions when you're texting. Or if you're just teasing the tongue out. It's really hard to read emotions on text messages. It can be very easy to miscommunicate. And if it wasn't any of those, then it would we would start or end the text. And, and I say we, but I specifically is, is what bothered me whenever I do it. I would start or end the text with ha ha. <laughs> that's so funny or <laughs> yeah so anyway the other day and it was like what what are you laughing at like it's just like <laughs> hey bro <laughs> it's like what did somebody tell a joke before you i'm already annoyed right exactly it's very annoying uh-huh. and so i after the after everything ended i was like all right for one thing i'm not gonna be held back by text or held down i'm not uh-huh. gonna like treat it like a job if i reply i reply if i don't oh well <laughs> and i'm i'm not gonna start or end anything with haha. I'm not gonna you, you get on that level of like dependency where I can't start a sentence without haha. And I'm not gonna use emojis. And so the only time I'll use haha is if somebody else uses haha and it's legitimately like the only way I can respond. Uh-huh. Or if something is actually legitimately funny. But usually if it's actually legitimately funny, it's not just haha, it's ha ha. Okay, so so my friend Beth, whenever we would laugh about something we were texting about, our our autocorrect would all, always say like ja ha ha ha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you hit the J instead of the H. Right, uh, Hispanic. So, it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then we just yeah yeah. <laughs> then ha, ha, ha. from that point on, we just if something's really funny, then we say ja ha ha instead of just ha ha ha. It's because of like Jose. No. Ha ha ha. No, we just yeah. It's a accidentally did ja, Spanish ha, ha, laugh. So now. And something's really funny. You say ja ha ha. Is it just one J? J A H A. Yeah. Oh, so it's not ja 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 ja. No. <laughs> oh, see, that's the Spanish laugh. <laughs> ja ha ha ha. Ja 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 ja. Ja 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 ja. Ha ha ha. Um, did yeah, we, we didn't... only get two of the topics that we planned on? Yeah, only two of them. Wow. That's okay, you know. Good thing we spent all that time show prepping. Yeah. That's why I don't show prep, Rebecca. Right. That's why. That's the That's why when you were here waiting for me to get done working, when you could have been show prepping, but you were thinking about whether you were having a heart attack or not because you had tingling. That was the most bizarre thing. I was sitting on their couch, and I was on my phone, and it came to the point where I was like, I can't feel my hands right now. It wasn't that I couldn't feel my hands, but they didn't feel like my hands. They felt like blocks or something. And I couldn't feel my molars. My molars felt kind of the same way and I had a weird taste in my mouth. And my brain was like spinning around yeah, and around. Yeah, you should Google that on WebMD and, if you're dying or not. And I was like, this is really, really bizarre. It felt like I had OD'd on something, but I haven't taken any medication. Any Tums? No. Ooh, but there was that cough drop. <laughs> yeah, I ate a handful of cough drops. There it no. is. Anyway, I, I felt like I was going nuts, and so I just kind of laid there. And eventually I closed my eyes, and that didn't really help. But I just stood up and went to go get food with Jay West, and that seemed to solve it. Guess what? What? The next time we're doing a podcast, it's going to be shock therapy. Is it really? Yep. Hey. July 4th is this Saturday, so the first Tuesday of the month will be shock therapy. So text in your questions, comments, scenarios, issues, problems, 816-787-1511. We'll be back next Tuesday. Yeah. Shock therapy. I think you can even text in... Uh, uh, oh, shoot. What was I going to say? Oh, gosh. Um, No, it wasn't even a joke. It was serious. I just don't remember what I was going to say. 
Topics. Wow, that was a really hard Topics, word. there you go. Did you say topics? I might have. Oh, okay, well, know. anyway, topics. Like we covered, uh, well, listen to the last shock therapy. It was a good one. That was very topical. It was very topical. We only covered two topics, but they were big topics. They and were. we got text people saying that it really helped them uh -huh. out. So if there's a topic you want to hear us chat about or like Rebecca said, any problems or anything like that, text the text line. Shock therapy with Jay West, Pastor Jay West, next Tuesday. With that being said, my name is Nathan. I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.